Hello, everyone. It's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to season two, episode 33. And today we've got our good friend Deshaun coming in from Detroit, and we're going to talk about the bridge between Detroit and Lansing and entrepreneurship and a bunch of other stuff, I'm sure. How are you doing today, Deshaun? Hey, man, I'm doing great, bro. First of all, thank you for letting me be on season two. Had a great time on your first season, so I'm just blessed to be able to come back, man. Well, I'm glad that you're here. I love talking to you. I love what you're doing. Uh, let's get into that, actually. Why don't you tell us about uh, you and what you do and your organization and all that? Well, first and foremost, my name is Deshaun Whipple. I am the co-founder of Urban Embodiment. Um, that's a group we started in the metro Detroit area back in 2018. It don't even seem like it's been four years, man, but it's been four years already. And our whole thing is bringing people together via social activities. Um, we started off doing speed dating events in the metro Detroit area. Um, then we branched off, started doing business expos, uh, parties, bus trips. But then, as you stated earlier, we wanted to bridge the different communities because we want to bring everybody together. Then we started bringing up, going up into Lansing and doing events up there. Um, we've actually had speed dating events up there. And we've actually had two business expos right there at the fledge so salute to you jerry for letting us have them at your event man i mean well, i event. love it when i love it when our uh communities kind of cross pollinate like that because we learn stuff from each other and uh you're welcome back anytime i think you got another event coming up not at the fledge which is okay with me because <laughs> we got to spread the love uh what you want to tell us about that a little bit Yes, I do, man. Now, first of all, thank you for that, because I was worried. I was like, I hope you don't get mad at me, man, because it's not at the Fledge. We will be back at the Fledge. Don't worry. But we do have a Find a Base speed date event. Um, we met a great gentleman. We did an event at the Midtown Brewing Company uh, two, two and a half years ago, maybe longer than that, because it was prior to the pandemic. Um, gentleman named Sean Elliott. He reached out to us and wants us to bring events back up there. Um, he owns a couple area venues up in that area. He knows the Exchange, uh, Midtown Brewing Company, and he redid the lofts up there. Um, we're going to do events up there starting in March. Well, coming in March, we're going to bring a find a base speed dating to the Lansing area. We're going to get the exact date set up, so make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, any social media, Urban Embodiment, and you can find the exact date, get on our mailing list, and we'll help you find love because that's what we want to do bring people together right that's in all right. aspects man so i ain't gonna get mad if you're doing something in lansing with some other people i want our community to be strong so let's share the love anytime that we can and that might that might even be a great lead into our our topic a little bit uh the speed dating is one thing i don't is that entrepreneurial uh, well absolutely because like i said that is a business from there and surprisingly enough the thing about speed dating, there are a lot of people that are great entrepreneurs, business people, but because they focus so much on working on business, what don't they do? Worry about the romantic lifestyle because we work so hard on business. And we've had people that have met um, through the speed dating, even if they didn't have a romantic connection, they've ended up networking and collaborating 
and growing business together. Because again, that's all we really want to do is bring people together, man. So it's it's happening on all levels, bro. Yeah. You know, I have this uh, pitch competition called 99 Problems, but a pitch ain't one. And it's to get people to practice pitching. But I imagine speed dating is another form of that as well, right? I mean, you're oh. pitching, you're telling, you got to tell your story. And how, how long do you have when you're speed dating like that? Absolutely. Because they only get five minutes before we hit the buzzer and they have to switch to the next person. So we kind of help them out. We do help them with a list of maybe possible questions they can ask the next person because everybody don't have to gift the gab like you jerry you you you're great with the mouthpiece but some people don't have that so we got to help people out sometimes but you're surprised once you get in there and you start kind of interacting and feeling the vibe it, it helps out a lot so you're definitely just like pitching a business to somebody you're pitching yourself to somebody in five minutes and wanting to learn more about you Man, I wonder if we could do a speed pitch about entrepreneur. You know, like if I if I wanted to, you know, pitch the fledge to ten different people, just sitting there. I pitch, you pitch, then you go to the next, and that would be Man, interesting. I think when I tell you, it's almost crazy how we think similar. Me and my partner, shout out to Lakeisha Coakley, we actually thought about doing something like that as well. Well, we could be kind of like. 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one. But you would pitch your business almost like Shark Tank. Yeah. But the same thing. Because people know if they feel your energy in the first few minutes. You know that, Jerry. You know, yep. you done met some guys that have told you some things. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go the other route because you didn't feel that vibe, that vibration from people. But when you know somebody has a good energy, you can pick that up really quickly. And I think that's a good way for people to learn to pitch their businesses because we're not going to get sponsorship. You're not going to get networking. You might not even collaborate if people don't feel what you're giving them. Well, all of life is a pitch, right? I mean, whether it's convincing your kids to go to school, to uh, getting a date, like you were saying, whether it's if you're starting a company, it might be to a bank, a customer, uh, an employee, a supplier. The whole realm. And I actually want to say behind that as well, and even with the speed dating events or whatever type of event we do, because as I stated earlier, we did the business expos where we've had 15 or more vendors, um, small businesses doing their thing, selling products, and also learning from the speakers that we've had at the business expos. Even in our speed date events, we always want to make sure we uh, celebrate local entrepreneurs. So we'll still have three or four vendors come to those events. And are still selling their products, trying to pitch, trying to get in the community and really helping move their business forward. Because, again, that's what we're all about, man. I, I love it because, you know, I think you're all about connection. Right. Absolutely. And if you know that I'm, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the crowd. If they know the Maslow hierarchy of needs, which I know you do. You've got the safety and security on the bottom. You got food and shelter kind of second. You got connection third. You've got uh, self-esteem and then self-actualization on the top. And connection is so important. It is the opposite of everything bad from the social ills like homelessness or substance use disorder all the way to, man, I got to find a banker. I got to find an accountant. I got to find whatever connection is everything do you is that your what's your mission well like i stated before our mission truly is to bring people together 
Um, again, it started with via social activities, but we're also doing groundwork, man. Like I said, I have no problem coming up to Lansing anytime. We've done events in Toledo, Ohio. Um, we've actually even done an event in Las Vegas at this point. All this about connection. I'm going to tell a quick story. I know we only got limited time, but I'm going to tell you a quick story about how I got connected in Las Vegas. I just happened to be out there visiting. And even my partner, sometimes she's like, would you just have a trip and don't worry about business? But I can't. That's not how I move. That's not how I think. So I'm out there. The very last day, I'm at this restaurant getting some nachos at a place called Nacho Daddy. That's the actual name of the Mexican restaurant. I had a, a WWE wristband on my wrist. Some gentlemen were in there just eating their lunch. Talked about that. Next thing we know, we're interacting. I tell them about my business. Come to find out they were opening up a business and hookah bar on the strip in the next month. And they were like, they want to do seven days. They wanted to have events. We collaborated, exchanged numbers, chopped it up. When I came back home, next thing you know, they were bringing me out to do an event in Las Vegas. All that came from doing what? Networking. Opening my mouth and actually talking. I didn't know these people. I didn't know these people. We were just collaborating over nachos and margaritas, man. But that's why I pitched that to everybody, and I tell everybody this. If you have a business, whatever it is, do not be scared to talk about it to everybody. It is your baby, just like your child is. And just like you love your child, and you will not let anybody hurt your child, you should feel the same way about your product and your business, man. Pitch it and talk to people about it as you love it. Hey, first of all, you tell me as many stories as you want because we we got time. Okay, and okay. Second of all, you know, I, I see that, you know, people get shy. It's not even that they're shy. They don't want to talk about their great idea, right? And they don't want to get it out there because they think somebody's going to steal it. That very rarely happens. Right. Um, but the other thing is, I think we get taught to not be proud sometimes, like don't be boastful, like pride's a sin, right? Yeah. And I think that's wrong that we teach people that because we should be taking pride in the work that we're doing. Do you mind expounding on that a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, how can I put this? And I, you know, and I'm going to say this, we're going to be transparent growing up in Detroit. I'm growing, I grew up in a, the ghetto, the hood, whatever you want to call it. But when you got an opportunity as you grew out of that, you were supposed to say, oh, my God, I'm just so happy to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes, you are thankful for that opportunity. However, you need to know you have just as much value as the person giving you the blessing. They need you as well. So this is your, again, this is your baby. If I'm doing speed dating events in a, a venue in California needs speed dating, they need me just as much as I need them. So we're collaborating. It's not no one's better than you. So as far as thinking you shouldn't be so prideful and boastful, you can be confident without being conceited. Does that make sense? Yep, makes a lot of sense. When you know what you do and you know what you're good at, there is nothing wrong with feeling that way. A lot of people tend to hate Kanye West. And don't get it twisted. Kanye West is definitely out there. I'm not going to say he's not. But in the same vein, as we know, a lot of geniuses were way out there. And I, the one thing I do like about him, I do respect, he does know who he is. Now, it might be a little bit too far, but he definitely <laughs> knows who he is. And I don't, and I say, I tell everybody that, know who you are. Um, another quick story. I remember one time we were collaborating with somebody and they were doing a mental health event. 
here in the Metro Detroit area. And it was a group of people when we were having our meeting and they were another group of people, about 30 people were in the table next to us. And I said, hey, I told my partner, go over there and talk to them. Tell them about this project that you want to do, because mental health, we all need help with that. Everybody. She says, well, I don't know. I don't want to bother them. Why they're so I go over there. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this one time for you. I go over there. I tell them what's going on. But I didn't just tell them about the product. I told them, hey, I want you to come over here and meet somebody real quick. So it forced her to step up and be confident, lift that chest up and talk about what you were doing. Because if you're going to really help people, you can't be scared to tell people, I'm here to help. You understand what I'm saying? That's exactly right. And, you know, I don't mind if you don't mind. I mean, uh, let's go to that mental that statement that you just said. We all need mental health help at some realm. Right. Mm -hmm. Will, Will you talk about that a little bit? Oh, absolutely, man. Listen, I'm glad now that mental health has become more uh, openly spoke about in the world. Because obviously, Jerry, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 55 years old. You're 55. I'm 41. I'll be 42 this year. But you know the era that we came from when they used to say, oh, that mother is just crazy. That was it. You know what I'm saying? They, they, They wrote that person off. Nobody ever tried to break down what was going on with that person. Jerry, for most of my life, well, not well, at my adult life, when I was a child, I wasn't the whole thing you see now. But as most of my adult life, I did become very confident once I started knowing who I was. But there was a moment in my life, and I'm going to tell you, I was one of those people that was like, man, I ain't talking to that guy. He's a little bit too different for me. Then I went through a, a life situation, and I'm being transparent, so anybody listening, this is real that I was ready to take myself off the game. Depression had hit me. Mental health had hit me. I literally, I had roommates. I had already wrote a little letter on my phone saying, you know what I'm talking about, that type of suicide letter. And I I know I'm being loud when I'm telling you, but this is real. I wrote that letter. I was waiting for the moment for both of my roommates to be gone because I was going to come home and I was going to take myself out the game. You know what I'm saying? Now, I didn't realize you couldn't kill yourself with a butter knife, but that's neither here nor there. But the <laughs> part I'm making is I literally was that depressed. And I, and then once I snapped out of it, I was like, I can't believe this. I was the one telling other people, how could you think about killing yourself and all this or whatever? But I went through it. You understand what I'm saying? Had yeah. lost a job, wasn't having no money coming in, the bills was crazy. And this is before I got married. You know what I'm saying? But I say all that to say, it could happen to anybody, the best of us, you know, especially when you're talking about this entrepreneurship, because it's one thing when you got money coming in all day long, every day, but when the money stops coming in, what? Or when your significant other loves you, but they, it's hard for them to deal with what you're dealing with, that you got to deal with this entrepreneur side each and every day. You know what I'm talking about, y'all? When you got a significant other, they love you, but if you don't cut enough time for them, at some point, they're going to be like... I don't know if this is for me. You know what I'm talking about, Jerry? Well, that's so a I good said. lesson for entrepreneurs, right? Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're you're going in with risk. You're going in with you're going to get really lonely because if you're the CEO, nobody's telling you the truth, all these other things. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that loneliness is the opposite of the connection that you need to help mm-hmm. you get through it. And so taking into account what you're about to do with to your family or who you're about to pull into your entrepreneurial journey, whether they're participating in the business or not, 
is still important, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 So, you know, I always think, you know, we go into the doctor once a year or some of y'all do. I'm scared of doctors, so I stay away from them. I don't want to know what I have. I should be doing it better. But uh, we go in and we get this checkup, a physical checkup every year. I'm a big proponent of we need a mental health checkup. And it's probably not once a year. It's probably once every quarter, every three months or something. Absolutely. I want to touch on that real quick because and that's another thing. I see a lot of times people say men um, are scared to tell their feelings. Fellas, and I want you all to listen to this, whether you're an entrepreneur, no matter what you do. Get you a, a a woman in your life that you can talk to about whatever, and have a homeboy, some some of your buddies that you can chop it up with about whatever. Trust me, if they're really your friends, if they're really in your corner, they will be able to talk to you. Now, I do agree with therapy and all that as well, but you definitely need to have somebody in your corner that you can really talk to, man. Because if you don't, you will hold all that stuff in, and then all that's going to happen is. It explodes like a volcano. And now you're being mean and angry to everybody you uh, uh, come in contact with, and it wasn't even their fault, man. And that's if you don't totally lose it. So definitely have a support system, whether it be somebody you met on social media, whether it be somebody in real life, whether it be your significant other, have have somebody that you can reach out to. I love what you're saying because I always say that healthcare, whether it's physical or mental or spiritual, it begins in your family, your friends, and your community. It's not these medical delivery systems that they spend billions of dollars building. That's for the pharmaceuticals and all those fools. But where it really starts is the connection we make with the people that we talk about the things we have to. And I love that you're talking about vulnerability especially for us men, because, you know, I don't want to look like some punk. I don't want to look like, you know, like I'm soft, but I am. <laughs> and right. there's parts of me that are soft. They're vulnerable. Because we're, we're still human. No matter what, we're still human, man. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean we can't protect our family. That doesn't mean we don't know all the survival skills, but we're still human, man. And it, right. it's that simple. Like, and, and I want to, you just said something else, man. You were talking about uh, the medical. Like, I have a friend right now where they were telling me a story about, um, you know, they tend to want to put children on these, you know what I'm saying, medicines mm-hmm. and all this stuff all the time. Whatever, instead of getting into the root of why that kid is acting like that. I used to work at a school and I, I tell my girlfriend this story. Shout out to Christine. I love you. I tell you that story all the time because. I used to work at a school, and there was this young man. Um, now, he was a little bit antsy, but he wasn't like they said he was. The next year, they put him in one of those classes, you know, and then he's because he knew he could get away with it, he started doing all these extra wild things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because he – so it was – it, 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 they didn't figure out what the problem with him was. They just simply said, oh, we're going to write him off. He's another kid, and he's going special ed. Let's throw him in there. So now he's acting like that. Because you pretty much gave him a cord. He's like, well, I'm going to just keep pulling. See, that's the problem with pharmaceuticals and the medical delivery. And it's the quick fix. It's the nobody's taking time to say, oh, shoot, what's going on with this kid? You know, something might be happening at home. Something's happening at, you know, wherever he goes after school. Maybe one of his friends is struggling. And we're just ignoring all that and just getting everybody high, basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
to make everything go away so we can all keep working and being productive and making our government and corporations rich. Absolutely. Man, I didn't think we were going to be getting into this as hey, much. You never, know. you never know where it goes, baby. So uh, do you uh, – Oh, I don't even know where to go. Where do you want to go with this conversation? Well, like I said, and I do want to say this, man. I, I just want to uh, piggyback off that again. For real, if you guys need help, because like I said, this entrepreneur life is serious. You know, this is something you commit yourselves to. First and foremost, that's the difference between being a true entrepreneur or something being a hobby. Like you commit your life to this. The right, you know, people think, oh, I'm going to start my own business so I can only go, um, you know, <laughs> a couple hours a day. No, trust me, it's really 24 hours a day. This yeah. thing right here, this phone, that don't stop going off. Them emails, <laughs> they don't stop going off. You know what I'm talking about, Jerry, to where you got to say, okay, I'm going to step away. But with that being said, that's why it goes back to the mental health thing. As hard as you work in your business, take a day from you for you. There are times that I work hard for three months straight, and I say, you know what? I call the girl and say, hey, I'm going to my spot. My spot. She totally understands. And I will go away. I'm disconnect for two whole days. You know what I'm saying? Go to my spot by myself. I got a restaurant I go to. I got a little bar that I go to, a hotel that I stay at. But it, it recharges me. And I'm not even going to say I don't still do a little work. But sometimes I need to disconnect from the world to recharge these batteries in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my that's my solace. Everybody has their own. But make sure you do something. Because I'm telling you, that mental health is serious, man. When you're doing something like this, it can get to you. Now, I don't want y'all to sound hear the negative of being an entrepreneur. Because trust me, it's an amazing thing. Because you see how amped up I am. I talk like this because I love it. And I talk like this four years later. I done had many jobs. And I'm talking about made it pretty good money. But how many of your jobs out there were you still talking energetic like this about four years later, five years later, 10 years later? All you talk about is, man, is it time to go? It's about the snow today. We was already stay home because we didn't want to deal with the snow because you ain't want to go to work. But when you have your own business, you, you sitting there like, you know what? It's a snow day. I'm not going out there. But I'm going to do some work. Jerry said he needed a guest. I said I'm in here today because I'm going to still do some work. Yeah, I love it. You got me geeked you know, up, man. You got me geeked up, man. <laughs> you got me geeked up, too, because yeah, I want to go back to something you said about the you know going in a couple hours a day. It's going to be easy because I'm the boss. But the boss, you know, people always think I'm going to be my own boss. What you realize when you're an entrepreneur is that you got a bunch of bosses now. You got customers, you got the bank, you got the people you have to pay bills to, you've got employees if you have them, you've got suppliers, everybody's bossing you around and taking your time from you constantly. But if you're passionate, which everybody knows you are right now, uh, it makes, that's the part is I get to create something that I'm passionate about mm -hmm. and everyone else is going to kick my ass all the way down that road yep. and bring it on. Yep. I, uh, actually, you know, I want to salute to him. We got our very first employee because for years it was just me and my partner. Obviously we collaborated with people, but we didn't have anybody on our team because sometimes when this is your baby, you're so tight with it. You're scared to share it with other people. But yeah. I was blessed to actually hire my 16-year-old godson to be an actual employee. He's doing all my email, uh, marketing, and all that. 
Um, and I think that's a beautiful thing because not that there's anything wrong with your child going to work at McDonald's or all that, because you definitely learned a lot of skill set as that. But I'm glad I do have something in place that can help this young man uh, grow a skill set as he goes forward in life. He might not want to do what I do, but at least he's growing a skill set and I can still offer him an opportunity to make some money and learn about the business world. I, I love that. And I love, you know, I love that about entrepreneurialism because you can bring people in and you can help your friends, you can help your family, you can help other people that you see are a good fit. But what you said about the opportunity, right? We all need a big spectrum of opportunity in front of us so that we can choose the thing that's going to make us happy and passionate and all of that. And sometimes we're squeezing that opportunity in. And, you know, if you're on the east side of Lansing, flipping guns and flipping Percocet and being violent, that's your opportunity. And that's what you see. But people like you bringing entrepreneurialism into the spaces opens up that opportunity. So For sure, man. For sure, man. And, I, and I'm glad I was able to do that. And like I said, <laughs> since we talking, the one thing I always wanted people to learn from me, if they don't learn anything else, Jerry, you met me in person. I am six foot five, about 290. I am a giant dude, but I'm also a, a, a fun dude. But I wanted the world to know, you, you know, like you just talked about the guys growing up in the block. Just because you grew up in a certain area, you don't have to be a certain way that people expect you to be. You can come out of that, you know, work hard. People will respect your business. I've been blessed to be able to work with not just people in Detroit level. We done did events in some of the, 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 the hood bars, but we've also worked with the Detroit Tigers, the Detroit Pistons, Arts Beats, and Eats and Royal Oak. And I say that to say that is di all different types of people, all different cultures of people that was shaking Whip's hand like, let's do this. So I want people to know if you don't learn anything else from me, man, continue, continue, continue to believe in yourself. It don't matter if you down the street or if you meet the president. You know what I'm saying? That's if right. you know what you're doing, you're going to be all right, man. I, I love the advice that you're giving out. I love the energy that you have right now. Uh, let's let's talk about urban embodiment a little bit more. Promote yourself, man. Have that pride. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear some stuff. Well, for sure, man. And I'm glad you said that because we actually got an event coming up February 26th and 27th down in the Metro Detroit area um, in Southfield, Michigan, at a place called The Meeting Space, beautiful space. So if anybody ever wants to start transitioning some of their events from Lansing to the Detroit area, I could definitely get you in contact with those people. But this event is going to be like a throwback 90s exhibit. There was a great TV show, and it, it was based off of Detroit, called Martin. Um, I guess you, not, you guys know Martin Lawrence, and we're going to recreate that experience. We're going to have the actual Martin set. People can take selfies, have fun, enjoy themselves. We're going to have some of the characters. We're going to recreate a couple scenes. I got some dope actors coming. They're going to recreate a couple scenes from the show right there, man. It's going to be great. Like, if they watch that show on um, the date with Jimmy Kimmel that comes on Channel 7, ABC, when they recreate, it's just like that, man. It's going to be great. And at nighttime. That part of the event is all ages. That's from 12 to 8. Tickets are just $15 um, and $5 for kids. We're going to have food and everything, but that's for all ages. That night, time to put the babies to sleep. 
We're going to throw on our cross colors. We're going to throw on our Gucci. Gucci. We're going to throw on our triple fat gooses. We're going to have a 90s throwback party. Old school hip-hop, R&B, and what I love the most, one-hit wonders. I'm a big one-hit wonder fan. I don't know why, but I love one-hit wonders. So that's going to be the party for the adults. That's from 9 to 1 o'clock. $25 tickets for that. We got a great bartender, and we're going to recreate Nipsey's Bar Pool Hall. It's going to be a very fun event, and we're going to do it all over again on Sunday, man. So definitely, if you want tickets to that, they're on Eventbrite. Um, you can also reach out through Cash App or PayPal, Urban Embodiment. If you got any questions, hit me up, urbanembodiment313 at gmail.com, or give me a call or text. This is the actual phone it goes to, and I do answer it. I might not answer it right away, but I will answer it. Hit me up, 248 574-9093. Man, I love what you just did. I love how creative your events are. You're promoting connection, which everybody needs. It's universal whether you're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, but you are focused on the entrepreneurial spirit, which I love you a lot for that because you're building problem solvers for the future. They're going to solve the problems in our communities for us and much respect for you. And bringing up the mental, I don't know if you just decided to, <laughs> he might've said or thought that was it, but thank you very, very much for telling your story. Thank you very, very much for the passion that you have and doing what you do for the community. That's another episode of Every Damn Day. Love y'all. We will see you tomorrow and have a great day. And all of you. Check in with each other, especially today. Why not? You're home at work or home from work or home for a snow day or whatever. Call a neighbor, help a neighbor, shovel their uh, snow, whatever you can do. But let's start taking care of each other, y'all. Have a great day. See you.